Hi everyone, just wanted to say before we start this podcast that we are recording on the 4th of June 2020 amidst the COVID-19 crisis in the UK. This information was correct at the time of recording, but obviously we are living in a constantly changing situation, so please do bear in mind the most recent guidelines when listening to this discussion. Hope you enjoy the podcast. Hello and welcome to Get That Grad Job, a podcast brought to you by the Lancaster University Careers Team. Today's theme is transitioning from student to professional. I'm Hannah, your host, and I'm joined by four guests. Could you all just introduce yourselves, please? Hi, my name's Juliet, Juliet Huntington. I'm one of the careers advisors in the management school, but I manage placements and internships. Hi, I'm Jo Hobbs. I'm careers and placements consultant. So like Juliet, look after our year in industry students when they transition from student to employee. Hi, I'm James Perry. I'm a recent graduate from Lancaster in English Literature and I'm currently the graduate marketing intern for the management school careers team. So I am responsible for the team's student communications, predominantly via social media channels, and I also support with the organisation and delivery of online events and workshops. Hi, my name is Nadia Rahman. I'm a third year business management student at Lancaster University and I'm also currently a careers and employment assistant on a placement year within the careers department. Thank you so much for joining me today and we're really lucky to have these fab guests. So firstly to Nadia and James, how were your first few weeks at work? What did you enjoy? What did you find difficult? So I started my first role in central careers all the way back in mid-September and I was a graduate accessibility content editor and with the role itself I felt quite comfortable with the remit it's quite a specific task I had to do and editorial work editorial work was particularly at the time something that I was interested in and from my degree that I felt that I was good at and that I was actually really also really fortunate to join a very supportive team and Working in a team environment was actually something new. I hadn't really experienced that much in English Lit. Um, So any underlying concerns that I did have starting the job were dispelled pretty quickly because I had such a good team around me. And I guess there weren't particularly any sort of difficulties, but I suppose challenges. There's a shift in sort of your focus of responsibility and accountability. You're not now just responsible for your your own degree work, but in my case, I was responsible for ensuring that, say, the team's sessions and slides were ready and that also students that required any accessibility changes, they were all available for them at the time. So I think the major shift from going from degree and student to a more professional environment was that understanding of that change of responsibility and accountability. And I guess from my own sort of personal experience, um, commuting was was pretty tough you know I've got one of the I probably say I've got one of the best commuting journeys but an hour and 20 minutes one way is, is, is pretty tough. Mm, that's really interesting how about you Nadia? For me this placement was kind of my first not my first full-time job but my first kind of formal working environment all the other kind of jobs I've had before they were more kind of informal they were in cafes or restaurants so this was kind of the first office-based job and I really enjoyed the very kind of welcoming team environment I had same as James everyone has been really supportive and for me that's been really enjoyable 
in the first few weeks of my job I really enjoyed working on the different events such as the careers fairs and the different projects that I was involved in and I also really enjoyed how seeing how the knowledge I had learned on my degree how it played out into my actual role and being able to use it as well I think what I possibly found more difficult was office etiquette it's not something that I was really kind of came across in my previous jobs because there was nothing really like that there so what I kind of found more difficult was kind of communication between colleagues so some examples are if I was sent an email out of office um, hours was I supposed to reply to it do I wait till the next day and also sending messages to my colleagues out of hours too and just things like what do you discuss with your colleagues where do you draw the line but I think that's something you gradually become more comfortable with as you get to know your team and as you go through your role too. Great. And I think you two actually have been quite lucky, probably because you've joined a team of careers advisors. So we're all understanding of students. But Joe and Juliet, you work with a lot of students who are entering the workplace for the first time, probably in a more professional setting than maybe the careers team is. Are these experiences that James and Nadia have had common? Or have you got any other things that you think students find a little bit more difficult when they first enter the workplace? Certainly having supportive colleagues is an enormous area of support when you start and when you begin they will be expecting to support you. You might be given a buddy, you might be given a mentor, your line manager will certainly be wanting to get the the best out of you but perhaps one of the most important things that employers are always saying to us is they expect you to ask questions, they don't expect you to know everything and do not be shy and even if someone's told you something and you can't quite remember, go back and ask. Don't ever be shy of asking questions. I think Nadia's point about email etiquette is really important and again just try and find out what it is the um, employer expects from you so again ask questions and they will be very happy to tell you. Uh, Yeah just to kind of agree with what you've said Juliet um, asking your colleagues or managers questions about what is normal protocol is completely fine so although we can give you a kind of a rough guide of what normal office etiquette is going to be like because companies will differ so much in their working styles and practices, open door or closed door policy. Sometimes you can't fully know what to expect until you're there and it's having the confidence to ask the questions. I've had a few students in advance who've maybe been a little bit wary of their first day at work and so to kind of get around that, I've encouraged them to actually make contact with their line manager in advance. So just dropping them an email maybe a couple of weeks before their start date, asking, is there anything you'd like me to do in advance? Anything in particular be useful for me to know in terms of bringing a lunch, um, you know, where to report on my first day. If these are things that are really nagging away at you, then take a bit of ownership on it. And as long as your email is quite brief and positive, (laughs) then it's nothing wrong with that. You know, you come across quite conscientious and proactive. Absolutely, and enthusiastic, and that's exactly what the employer wants you to be, an enthusiastic and proactive. I think one of the things that some students have described is they're worried about the age difference because coming from university, people are the same age typically, whereas if you go into the workplace, you might be the youngest person there and you might be the youngest person by quite a significant amount. (laughs) Um, And I know that can seem as a challenge, but I would suggest that actually doesn't matter how old people are they're probably going to be very friendly and and have lots of things you can talk about in common absolutely and there's some really good tips in there and so Nadia and James looking back is there anything you would recommend to students and graduates to do either before they start work for the first time 
or in their first few weeks? So I think in, in your first few weeks, I think as we've just discussed, it's really important, I found, to you know get stuck in, demonstrate your willingness and your keenness to help out whenever you're, in, whenever you're needed and be enthusiastic. You know, no question is a daft question. Your team are there to help. And, you know, making those good relations with your colleagues you know, is such an important facet of, of you enjoying the job. And that's one of the major factors as to why I've enjoyed working in careers at Lancaster is having a great team and having the, those good relations with my colleagues. And I've always tried to, you know, offer my support when I'm needed or, you know, even, you know, even go out of your way to offer, offer your support if you can help, if you feel as though you can help. But definitely, I think, you know, on the, in those first few days, first few weeks, try and get stuck in and show that you want to be there. Mm, absolutely. How about you, Nadia? What I would recommend is, similar to what Juliet said, to make sure that you ask as many questions as you can in your first few weeks, because that's how you're going to find out more about the company culture and what your role entails, like things that you wouldn't find out by just by researching the company. I think what I did was at the end of every day, I would kind of reflect on how that day went. Um, and then I would just write down things that I was unsure of. And then the next day I would ask my line manager or I'd ask my colleagues just to ensure that I had that clarification on what I should be doing and what I could be improving on. I also made sure that if I was really unsure about things, I contacted my line manager and I asked if I could have a catch up meeting and we would just have a chat about things. And they were kind of more informal sessions with my manager. And I think they're really helpful as well I don't think every single meeting you have with your manager is necessarily formal so for you to share your concerns and um, some of the things that you're struggling with is really important in informal sessions and I think that's something you can request and I think students and graduates should take advantage of that in their job roles and I think yeah if you're just struggling ask ask for help I think your employers want you to succeed they don't want you to struggle so asking for help they would be more than willing to aid you in that and another thing is that I think in your workplace you may sometimes become more closer to some colleagues and it's it's really fine to use them as a buddy as well to ask them questions sometimes you may feel a bit uncomfortable asking some colleagues so if you have that one person that you are close to within the team be sure to ask them any questions ask them for help whenever you need it that's totally fine fab and Joe and Juliet is there anything else that you would add to that kind of with all your experience working with students and graduates? Some of the bigger organisations will have a formal system to um, allocate a buddy to you. So someone who will be able to support you, who probably not in their team. So exactly as Nadia said, someone that you feel that you can ask those questions that you don't particularly want to ask your line manager. And that probably will be offered to you in some of the bigger organisations. But exactly as Nadia says, if there's someone that you can chat to, just ask the questions that you maybe don't want to ask your line manager. But if you don't have anyone else, do ask your line manager. If you're working for an SME or a startup and it might be just one or two other colleagues, then just remember that you, they want you to succeed exactly as has already been said. I think one of the, the other main challenges that comes across with students when they do join an organisation, and if it is quite a big office, it can be quite hard to get to know everybody. And I'm thinking, I guess, currently now as well, if you're starting a new job remotely, it makes it even more difficult to put face uh, names to faces um, so I guess thinking kind of practically both during COVID-19 and after COVID-19, when I first started my first office job, I was in an open plan office of about 20 people and I panicked because I'd gone from an office of three people. <laughs> I knew them really well. 
And so I did a, a drew a sneaky diagram in my notebook of where people sat and yeah. what their names were, just to remind myself, because I found it um, awkward sometimes going up and speaking to somebody because I doubted myself. So thinking of kind of, I don't know, like Nadia took notes at the end of the day and kind of reflected, I might make notes of people's names and look them up on LinkedIn or on the website to check I knew who they were. <laughs> and I guess if you're not walking into that environment now, it's even harder to kind of see who it is you work with physically. So one thing I, I'm recommending my outgoing students to do is, is asking their line manager for a list of people, you know, when they start, who they would probably likely have regular contact with, like a list of maybe eight to 10 people, and then asking the student to set up some video call informal meetings with them, just to break the ice a little bit. It's, it's kind of a bit of a workaround now, and it's an extra hurdle in transitioning into the workplace, the fact that at the moment, you're not physically going to probably go to work. I think the other side of that though is that actually we're seeing into people's lives a lot more. So for example, I video chat with people. I could video chat with Joe, for example, like we're doing now, and I could see her dog and I'd be like, oh, that's a cute dog. And so that kind of relatability, I could remember, okay, Joe has got a dog. I will talk to Joe about that dog or dogs or kids or anything like that that's kind of within the house. Um, so it's definitely one way that you can use it to your advantage. Another thing I think's helpful to yourself in advance of starting your new work is to get yourself really digitally ready. So making sure you know how to use Outlook, how do you manage your calendar, how do you try and understand in advance how to use your inbox and, and to manage that. And, and certainly at Lancaster University, you can use the digital skills certificate to improve all of those basic outlet skills that an employer would like you to have it saves them having to include those in the induction but I know um, Nadia and Joe have already talked about how you'll be able to get support at the start and you should probably have a really good induction that will introduce you to colleagues but I know certainly exactly as Joe's described when you start a new job you can never remember who anyone is and that's okay. <laughs> Absolutely so Nadia and James you're both about six months into your working lives what kind of things are you now finding difficult and what kind of things are you now really enjoying? As, as you're probably all aware, and you know, given the nature of the higher education sector and working in the higher education sector, it's, it's a little more unpredictable. So I've moved from four temporary contracts in the space of nine months. <laughs> and so it's, 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 been, you know, it's, it's a challenge to adjust to you know, different tasks, different remits, you know, in really quite such a short space of time. Which you might, which you may well find, you know, maybe a graduate rotation scheme, you know, adjusting to different different priorities, different again, different remits. So, you know, for example, prior to my marketing role that I'm currently in, I'd never delivered careers related material to students, which I now now I've done on a LinkedIn session, and I'd never helped run any events before, and you know that's been a, it's been a challenge, and it's you know and occasionally been quite quite stressful, but it's you know, it's it's pleasing and rewarding to see the progress that you make, particularly in such a, a short space of time. And then also, you know, obviously at the moment, you know, working from home, I've I started this this job online. You know, I've almost seen out the entirety of my contract <laughs> online. So as I said in the previous you know, in the previous question I've had to get to know everybody over Teams and do all my work online. So that's certainly been a challenge but as you know, as I'm sure you've all found as well, there are some, you know, real positives to working from home as well. Like, for example, not having to commute. Absolutely. Nadia, how about you? Um, 
I think for me, what I've been enjoying at the moment has been um, the more responsibility I've been given. I think throughout my placement, uh, throughout your placement, you will be given more responsibility as you go along. Um, so like being in charge of new projects and just being involved in them as well has been really nice because it's just new challenges along the way and as well like new skills to develop. So it's really, it's kind of been enjoyable to see my progress so far and being able to reflect on that too. I think as well as James said the current circumstances has been something that I've struggled with a bit so the working from home I found it quite difficult to maintain a normal working routine and also being able to balance my home life with my work life but I think as well this is where the supportive team comes along as well so within my team we've been sharing kind of articles and tips on how to work from home and just good practice really and that's been really helpful and I think that's been kind of the way that I've overcome that difficulty. So building on what Nadia said, don't struggle alone. If you're worried, tell someone, talk to your line Mm -hmm. manager, there'll be support systems either informally or formally. And if you're in a big organisation, there'll be wellbeing, staff wellbeing, um, but definitely do not struggle. Talk to someone if you're worried about anything at work. Absolutely. That's a really good tip. And I think one thing that I've been really impressed with, by the way, that both James and Nadia have worked, because obviously I work with them as well, is the way that in their first roles, they've really reflected on what they've enjoyed and what they've disliked in work. Thinking about that a little bit further, Joan Juliet, what kind of things do you think students and graduates should think about when they're reflecting on their first job or their first few jobs? So if when you're going to work, it's like anything, you're making decisions about something that you think you're going to enjoy. And certainly going with what you enjoy is really important and find things to enjoy mm. at work as well. So it might be all the extra activities. So there might be a football team you can join. There might be after work social activities or events. Often there's some kind of corporate social responsibility opportunities or you might be involved in charity fundraising and that gives you a chance to network as well and certainly networking is a brilliant thing to do but work has to be enjoyable you're going to spend a lot of time there you might make some good friends you might not make friends colleagues don't have to be friends but you can certainly enjoy your time but certainly get involved in lots of different things absolutely yeah and just to add to that I think when you're reflecting thinking about things that you're proud of things you've done well maybe things that colleagues have commented on that that they were impressed with But it's also okay to reflect on aspects of the job you don't like either, Um, particularly if it's your first job, whether it be a graduate job or a placement that we've been talking about. It might be that it's not quite the right fit for you. And that's okay as well. It's thinking about how are you going to reflect on it and use it to maybe search for a more suitable role for you. And it's important to discuss these sort of things with your line manager as well. So I'm sure Juliet's had the same we've had a couple of placement students who actually were a few months into their placement and just something wasn't quite working and actually discussing it with their line manager they were able to kind of change the scope of their role a little bit to play more to their natural strengths and preferences Mm -hmm. and it made their role much more enjoyable so it's not kind of sitting there and panicking if something about your role you don't like it's finding someone to talk to and maybe trying to find something within the company that you might enjoy more. Do remember that if you've ever got to make a decision, if you're thinking you're unhappy at work, you can come back to Lancaster University Careers forever. We're always going to be here. So Mm -hmm. if you're wanting to maybe consider (laughs) leaving a place of work and you're not sure and you want to talk about it with someone impartial, come back to Lancaster University Careers and we can help you. Mm. Absolutely. That's great advice. So we've heard a lot of really great tips here today. 
But just before we finish, I just wonder if you could all just give me um, a couple of final top tips for students and graduates entering the workplace for the first time. Yeah, so I guess, you know, I think you should, you know, stay positive, enthusiastic and be as helpful and as conscientious as possible. But I think as we've also discussed, remember that you don't have have to like and enjoy every aspect of your job or your job at all. And if you, and you know, you're perfectly entitled to move on to the next one. You, know, you don't have to be wedded to a career by 21 and <laughs> it's your career and it's, it's up to you at the end of the day. And, you know, when you come out of university, it's the time to explore and learn and understand what it is you want to do absolutely i don't think i can better on what james has said as someone who's worked (laughs) for a very long time and done loads of different jobs and enjoyed all of them for various reasons and moved jobs for various reasons i think james's words of wisdom are really you know carry you through um i think iris would just would want to advise that students and graduates kind of go easy on yourselves Whenever you go into a new job, whether it's your first job or actually it's your 10th job, there's always a learning curve. No one is expecting you to rock up on day one and know everything. Uh, That doesn't happen. So give yourself some time. And if you feel like it's a bit of an uphill climb, then actually kind of be rest assured that that's completely normal. I think it's important as well to be open minded when you go into your workplace you might be asked to do things that you might feel a bit nervous about you might think that you're not able to do it but I think you'd be surprised at what you're capable of so just give everything a try really wow some amazing final top tips there thank you so much for joining me today thank you especially to my guests tune in next time for more information and advice on getting your grad job bye